welcome to episode 12 of The Conscious Cut, where we keep it real about sustainability in life and style, bringing you our point of view as women of color every first Wednesday of the month. We are your hosts, Jaleesa and me. Thanks for joining us. Before we wrap up 2021, let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? Lee and I started this podcast with the intention to shine a light on business owners in the Pacific Northwest that are a part of or support the Black, Indigenous, and people of color community. As women of color who built our careers in the fashion industry in this little old corner of the world before becoming entrepreneurs, we know firsthand how challenging it is to access and build the resources and support needed to grow and flourish. We selected an array of people to discuss topics that are near and dear to our hearts when it comes to conscious living and style. If you've been listening this whole year, you know already that we are truly passionate about leaving this world better than it was when we got here and that it is no easy feat. So we want to recap some of our learnings on this journey thus far that will hopefully inspire you to be conscious at the beginning, middle, and end of every year from here on out. We'll start with the top three episodes that resonate with you all the most. Number one, episode four, a friend of the people featuring Dustin Weingartner of Arvin Goods. Man, that was a good conversation that we had with Dustin, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I guess if we're going over what standout moments from the episode, I would have to say just the idea of the inception and the idea behind Arvin Goods. I think what they're both doing, Dustin and his partner, is so amazing. And for me, I would have to highlight their news, their sustainable newsletter, the cleanup, right? Because it's centered around the solution. Whereas when you're signing up for a newsletter or to sign up to be a part of a marketing list, you get like sale ads, <laughs> but they're really focused on the solution, the people in the community. So it's basically a subscription to do good. And, and while it's important that we address, you know, the issues um, being the solution or just being solution oriented and offering up ways that we can get involved is how we collectively can make the change. So I, I thought that was a good thing to highlight and to call out because they're doing such great work at Armin Goods. Yeah, I concur. I actually am signed up for his for the newsletter and it's probably not even probably it's one of my favorite things to get in my email every Sunday I I look forward to it and that's not I'm not just saying that because we talked to him I was on the list before we even had him as a guest on the podcast so I really enjoy reading kind of the things that they can select to talk about so for sure I feel you on that one if I can add another thing though I think a bit outside of that that stood out to me the most was him saying in order for fashion to be truly sustainable the whole industry needs to be shut down (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not something that like is a new concept to me. Like again, we both work in the fashion industry, so we know that to be true. But it's just like wow to hear someone like him say that is just monumental. And I think that for the average consumer, if we could say that, sustainable fashion needs to come with a disclaimer. So people who are buying things aren't led astray. And so they get taken along on the process that we all have an insight to. So when they're buying things, they're not thinking that their purchase is 100% green or whatever the marketing ploy is when it's totally not. So him saying that and having a conversation around that concept made me feel more motivated to build upon the podcast that we've created and to keep shopping as clean as possible. So when we aired his episode, we mentioned our favorite socks. The Cassia Surf collaborations are still my go-to, especially the Moonface socks, which were limited edition. Shout out to anyone who got a pair of those. But what about you, me? Oh, I love the Camel, the Camel collection. I don't know if it's a specific collaboration, but he had the spring camel that was my favorite okay those are cute too (laughs) so for anyone who's listening you haven't found your favorite yet please 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 check out the entire collection over at www.arvingoods.com don't forget to use our special code tcc20 for a discount at checkout and let us know which ones you grab So number two, episode two, how to save the world on a bad day featuring Kimmy Clausen. Oh yeah, that's another good one too. You guys are (laughs) right on the money with some of the standout episodes. Um, But um, just to recap that, or if you don't recall from the episode, Kimmy mentioned that it's okay to be a generalist. I don't know if you remember that, Delisa, or not, but that stood out to me. And that really helped ease some of my anxieties that I had about engaging and being part of the these types of conversations. She said that you don't have to be bound to like this idea that you need to be an expert on a specific thing. It's okay to want to know everything right (laughs) because sometimes if you feel like you need to hone in on something that can also create anxiety right so this idea that we need to know all and be all could kind of lead to eco-anxiety which is what she touched on or we touched on in that episode but the thing is we're all making a difference in our own way and we have to accept that you know it is enough because it is because we all are doing our part yeah i agree with one exception is that all right <laughs> let's hear it let's hear it i think it's cool to be in the know about what's going on with our communities and environments but at the same time we each have our own individual roles to play. So if you can, if you can remember at the beginning of that episode, Kimmy challenged me on that when I, and I recalled this when I first met her and it's something that has stuck with me until this day. So 
when we understand what, and this is my opinion, right? When we understand what lights us up or what our strengths are and move steadily in that direction, like be laser focused on that, I think we are less likely to feel weighed down by ego anxiety, or rather this has been my experience, right? The movement needs us all with each of our unique abilities. And like you said, that there's room for everyone. There's enough for everyone. That's the end of my thoughts. <laughs> no, I get that. I feel you. But yeah, for me, I'm just, if I hone on one thing too much, I start to get anxiety around it because then I feel like I don't know enough. <laughs> which is kind of a weird in the opposite direction so I guess that's maybe like why we you know you and I work together so well because we we have the same values but our mindset is we still have like opposite opinions and we work kind of similar but also in a different way and I think that's why we're here doing this podcast and having these mm-hmm. conversations with our guests because I think it's a great thing that we can talk about both sides of the issues or both sides of the conversation. Yeah, you need macro and micro. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So Kimmy is a great resource. If you or someone you know has fears or anxieties about climate change, so be sure if you haven't listened to the episode or don't know who Kimmy is, uh, listen to episode two. She's great. Be sure to visit uh, her website, kimclassen.earth, and download her free ebook, Sustainable Happiness in Your Ecological Footprint. And then also don't forget to check out her sustainability theorem. You can also find her on Instagram at Kimmy Klassen. That's K-I-M-M-Y-K-L-A-S-S-E-N. All right. And number three. Episode three, The Art of Holistic Health featuring Dr. Christine Owen. So we all know the saying, health is wealth. And I swear, the older you get, the more (laughs) you're like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, that's true. So in this episode, I shared a little bit about my current challenges and how tapping more into holistic medicine has provided some relief. I love that Dr. Bowen mentioned how and why Western medicine tends to treat the symptom instead of eradicating the illness itself. You know, we only spoke to her for what, like half an hour or so. So we didn't didn't really go into depth, but I think it gives a great overview of, of why that is and why working with a naturopath is the exact opposite. It's like hiring a private investigator. You know, your doctor should want to advocate on your behalf to help you feel as good as possible by providing solutions that heal you from the inside out. Here's my plug. Dr. Bowen runs her own practice, Bothell Natural Health, as well as Inside Health Institute, a nonprofit that offers holistic health care services to underserved people in King and Snohomish counties here in Washington. If you have a complex health question and need answers, get in touch at www.bothellnaturalhealth.com or www.insidehealthinstitute.org. And note, you do not have to live in Washington to be seen. 
shout out to a virtual doctor visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have to co-sign all of this. You and I have so many conversations about just health in general. And I think we both are, I didn't divulge in what I've been going through, but you know, because of our private conversations, but we definitely have to be our own warrior in the realm of our, our personal health. And even Dr. Bowen, I think in the conversation we had, the relationship that you should have with your provider should be someone you trust. So it should be a relationship that's equal. You have to be listening to them and then they also have to listen to you. And I think that was, that's a really important call out in that episode. It's, you have to treat it like a relationship because if it's unbalanced, what is that going to affect? That's going to affect your health, right? Because you need somebody to go to that you trust with basically your life. So yeah, that was definitely another conversation that I'm glad that we had. And I'm glad that she can be a resource for other people too. Agreed. I'm also like, uh, it's money. Okay. I'm paying you money <laughs> for a service. Yeah. So you need to give it to me. And Another thing that you made me just realize or remember is that she mentioned the same thing, right? Like, don't be afraid to tell your doctor goodbye if they are not fulfilling their duty. Move on to the next person that will actually provide the services that you're paying for. Yeah, yeah. Great point. Thanks for bringing that up. For sure. You don't need to be where you're not heard yeah time is money money is time okay uh-huh. <laughs> so we've shared the episodes that resonated with listeners the most but is there an episode that stood out for you yeah well it's because i enjoyed speaking to every guest i mean obviously because we pick people that like there's something about them that we really like but if I had to pick one I would say that lately episode seven growing a legacy featuring Emily Zung of Color Farm and Fiber has been replaying in my mind not to get all sad but I've, I've lost quite a few elders in my family over the past couple of years who were like Emily, stewards of the land or held a lot of that ancestral knowledge. And, you know, I I can't remember if I've shared this with the conscious crew or not, but I grew up not necessarily on, on that land all of my life. It's just kind of like visiting here and there. I grew up traveling around quite a bit, but I recently went back to some of my family's land. And I can tell you now, and if there's anyone out there that's listening who has the same sort of background, there is no feeling in this world like walking along the same path, digging in the same dirt, playing in the same dirt as your people from years and years and years and years ago. I can't put it into words. It's just a really connecting feeling. And the time that I spent there, and now, all the way to now, you asked me this question, it's been pushing me to think harder about who all will carry on certain traditions and 
how to figure out my role in the upkeep, knowing that I don't currently live there. So <laughs> that's a that's a really big question, but it's really real. Like people are leaving, you know. And Emily talked about that in the episode, having to kind of come to that decision to start her farm and literally be, be a steward of the land, working in the land. So yeah, I think that's my answer for that. What about you? Gosh, there's so many gems from each of the episodes. I would probably have to say our conversation with Kimmy. Um, as I said earlier, her statement, her comment about being a generalist really hit home for me. And also the idea that we don't have to live with eco-anxiety and that there are ways to cope with that or paths to a more sustainable happiness. Yeah, I think that that's a big one. I, I was going to say it's funny, but maybe that's not the right term that the minute she used that term, because I don't think at the moment that she shared that, that I knew, I mean, I knew what the, what the feeling was, right? Because I kind of felt like I was experiencing it right when I met her, but I didn't know that I had a name for it and that that was the name. And then after we had recorded that episode with her, I was seeing it and hearing it everywhere. I was sitting here so many things like, hey, look, here's another eco-anxiety post. Here's another eco-anxiety article. So it, it is a thing and it's a, it's a big thing, especially because more and more people are starting to talk about the topics that we're talking about and trying to figure out solutions, right? So it can be overwhelming, especially the last couple of years with everything that's been going on with the pandemic. Yeah, just like you, I wasn't familiar. I didn't even know that word existed. So that's why I was kind of glad to have her on, that we could have a conversation and actually pinpoint a word to describe the feelings that we were feeling. Mm-hmm. And that is okay, right? Yeah. Because we all will encounter it because like she said, we care so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I love it when she said that. (laughs) (laughs) So if it wasn't already mentioned, let us know your favorite episode and how it impacted you. Also, check out our Ask a Guest series on ITTV, which features answers to your most pressing questions. Thank you so much to everyone who has become a part of the Conscious Crew. Me and I really appreciate y'all for taking the time to kick back and be conscious with us. Make sure you continue to follow at The Conscious Cut on your favorite social media platform and keep the thoughts coming in on how you want to become more sustainable. If there's something specific you want us to highlight in the new year, you know the drill, hit us up. Then stay tuned for the next episode to learn how you can make fashion a force for good. Mark your calendars for January 5th, 2022. Until then. Bye, Bye, world. world.